you're listening to the Coaching Matrix private podcast with Amber Smith. Hey guys, it's Amber. I wanted to hop on here before I introduce you to this episode. I'm sharing um, the live call from Mentality. And in in that episode, or I guess in that call, I talk about a book that I highly recommend you read, which is called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. And I can't state enough how important it is to see your mind. And you're going to hear me talk about in the live call how your mind is like a garden and how part of our work is to plant seeds that we want. And part of our work is to weed out the thoughts we don't because what you plant in your mind grows (laughs) and it becomes your reality. And I think part of our work as entrepreneurs is service, number one, serving our people and monitoring. And uh, I want to say the word control, but I, I don't like the word control, but monitoring and creating the thoughts. That's a better word. Creating the thoughts that are going to serve you and serve your clients and serve your business and serve your family life. And so part of our work really is monitoring and creating the thinking. And so I hope you enjoy this episode. This is from the mentality call, but I wanted to put it on the podcast for you so you can enjoy it um, and benefit from it. And also most importantly, apply it. Don't just listen. And and I encourage you and invite you all the time, but what's going to change your life is actually applying it. So listen for ways that you can apply it today and I hope you enjoy. I'll talk to you guys soon. (laughs) Okay. Just started recording. You guys, I am so excited for today's call. I've been thinking a lot about how to make this, um, you know, really powerful for you guys. I mentioned on the last call that going a whole month without talking about business was not a good fit for my group of people. (laughs) And so we talked a lot about relationships last month, but now you're going to start to see this pattern, um, mentality alignment, action and integration. Today's a mentality call, and I'm super excited um, to share what I've been thinking before we jump in, I'm going to do some housekeep, like housekeeping. We're in the month of May. And I mentioned via email and in the Facebook group, I started this like $500 cash giveaway. If you talk about the coaching matrix, or if you just tag me at it's Amber Smith and the coaching matrix, you get entered into a drawing. Um, you get a point for every day that you share. So you can share I don't really care. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping it's good things. <laughs> um, I prefer awesome things. Social media, you know, is a great place to connect with other people. And so I want to um, give you guys like a incentive, which is like that $500 cash. I'm just going to announce it live. So every day that you share by tagging me, you get entered in to the drawing. And I will draw that live in the Facebook group on May 31st because I have massive goals, you guys. (laughs) And that's part of what we're going to talk about today. I have a very definite plan for the coaching matrix. Um, I have this like vision where entrepreneurs and coaches of all kinds come together. Cause like, how cool would it be? Like, this is what I was thinking about. How cool would it be if we had like a realtor in here, who's a mom, who's like, Hey, I'm really struggling. Like I love my business, but dang, I'm really struggling with my 10 year old. And Aubin's like, hey, I'm a mom boss coach. Like, this is what I do. Like, I help moms who run businesses have great relationships with their kids. And she's like, great. Like, how cool would it be to have like a network where we're all moving towards our goals and we can serve each other and like coaches, graphic designers, entrepreneurs, realtors, like all kinds of people who have similar goals are coming together. And so right now it's very coaching heavy. Like all of you guys are coaches. And I love it because that's like what I've been used to. But I think that it'd be cool to have entrepreneurs in general come together because then you could do business with each other. You could support each other. Like that's my big vision. And so once I had that vision, I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to grow this thing. I need to get my message out. I need to reach more people. Like I've never really, one of the things that I taught you guys in pro coach is like when you're working with one-on-one clients, it doesn't really matter how big of a following you have on social media. And I still believe that. I've never really focused on growing my Instagram ever. I've always just focused on service. Like I teach you guys, right? Like you, you know, you serve, you create conversations, you make offers to your current group of people that works amazing for one-on-one coaching. And now I have this vision of like this, like network where we come together and we mastermind and we support each other and we do the mentality, the alignment, the action and integration together. 
And I'm like, I have this massive vision, which means I need a lot of people because that's what it's going to take to network and to build this community that I want to build. So I'm incentivizing you guys to spread the good word <laughs> with, with cash. So if you feel so inclined, please tag me so we can get this ball rolling. I'm really excited about it. Um, I think it's going to be a really cool thing. I have a lot of ideas. You're going to start seeing them roll out in the coaching matrix. This is one of them. Um, this call is the other idea that I had, which was really getting clear on what I stand for, which are, are those four things that I mentioned, mentality, alignment, um, action, and integration. So today's a mentality call, and I am going to share two books with you. One is As a Man Thinketh. This is a very classic book that I had not read until recently. <laughs> um, a lot of people refer to it. A lot of people in like the coaching space and personal development refer to this book. Um, and it's short and it's also $5. One of my challenges I'm going to give you is like, go order this off Amazon. It is, I bought it for $4 and 99 cents and it's a really powerful book. And I mentioned this on my social media, that just the first, um, page, I'm going to quote it one more time. Cause it's really powerful. Mind is the master power that molds and makes, and man is mind. And evermore he takes the tool of thought and shaping what he wills brings forth a thousand joys, a thousand ills. He thinks in secret and it comes to pass. Environment is but his looking glass. And this was like, when I was reading this book and like studying for this call, I have like little notes because I'm really excited about this conversation. I was thinking about the truth that we understand as coaches, which is like our, th our thoughts create our results, right? Which also means the flip side of that is our results don't lie. They tell us what we've been thinking, what seeds we've been planting in our mind. And so I highly recommend you read the book and study it because it is what we do as coaches, right? We help our clients change our thinking so that we can change our results. And if we're being brutally honest with ourselves and we take a look at what results we've created, we see our past thinking and there's this gap, right? We see our current life as evidence of our past thinking, which is sometimes it's awesome. And sometimes it's like, oh, like, where was I doubting? Where did I have fear? Where did I, you know, neglect my myself or where did I stop believing? We see the evidence of that in our life, in our circumstances, in our environment. But what's cool is by changing your thinking now, you're shaping your future. And as entrepreneurs, this is like what we do, right? We plant seeds. Like I just shared my huge vision um, for where I see the matrix going. Those are like seeds I've planted. And so two of the things that I want to share, there's like two ways of thinking about this idea, right? Like there's planting seeds in our mind and then there's eliminating weeds. And this is like a skill set that I think we, it's like constant attention. Um, not that we need to like obsess over it and become like shut-ins because I think that this is one of the things that at least I've been through this. And I'm sure some of you guys can relate is it's so much mental work that we like stop act, like taking action or being a part of our life. And that's, that's not what I think it takes. I do think it takes like a daily practice. And that's kind of what I want to direct this conversation on. And it doesn't have to be all day. It doesn't have to be obsessive. It doesn't mean you stop living your life. It means that you're committed to a, like a certain portion of your day, you are weeding or planting seeds. And you can do this in a journal. You can do this through visualization. You can do this through talking to a coach. You can do this through, like, I know I, um, I used to do voice memos on my phone of just thoughts. Cause I would have like, um, actually I had one of these last night. Like I woke up at like 1am with just thoughts pouring through my mind of ideas that I wanted to do, things I needed to get done, all that stuff. The point is, is that if you think of your mind like a garden where like things are created spiritually in our mind before it's created in our life, there's two things that we always, just two, not four, <laughs> just two, two things that we need to be doing all the time, which is planting the seeds we want to grow and looking for the doubt, the fear, the secret, like worries or the thoughts that if they grew would not be what you wanted them to be like. And for entrepreneurs, like this, these little creepy thoughts are things like, what if it doesn't work? In fact, one of my private clients, I was just boxering her last week. She was like, can we, can we, can we create a backup plan? <laughs> I get this boxer from her. What if my launch doesn't work? Like, what is my plan B? And I was like, that is not like, that's not faith. That's not planting seeds of faith and certainty. 
it seems like the right thing to do, but what that actually creates is this like, oh, it might not work. Oh, I need to like have a backup plan. And Tony Robbins has this idea of burning the boats. And to me, there's ways to do it that feel safe. In fact, I think Tina, you and I have talked about um, conversations about burning the boats of leaving a job, right? And going full-time into entrepreneurship. I don't think it's like an all or nothing thing, but I do think it's like an inner commitment, a choice, a decision to be all in on an idea. That's like the idea of um, almost like working backwards. Like you're so sure it's going to work because you're choosing really consciously to believe that the actions are come from that place. And it seems backwards. It seems like you need to have a contingency plan or a backup plan, or you need to at least think through what if it doesn't work. And that's not how amazing results are created. Results are created by tending the seeds of this is happening. This is going to work. I'm doing this. It was always working is one of my favorite thoughts. Because then when you hit a hiccup, when things don't go as planned, when you have kind of scary things happen or when, you know, life happens, it doesn't mean that something's gone wrong. You still have the belief that this is working. In fact, one of the things that he talks about in this book read it. <laughs> if, you're new, if you just jump on the call, As a Man Think It by James Allen is very good. Um, he talks about how suffering and getting the results you want both teach you something. And so sometimes we have to be refined and people don't like this part of the journey. I know I definitely had a lot of resistance to this. I remember when I first got introduced to entrepreneurship, I listened to like Jody Moore and Tony Robbins and all these like bigger names, at least in our industry, thinking like, well, they like, they know something that I don't, or, you know, they got lucky. That was like one of the thoughts that I had, like they got the right niche or whatever. Tony Robbins was way early to the game. Like, of course he's so big now. And what that, what that did to me was like, remove myself from the possibility of me creating the results that I wanted, right? Like they were lucky and I'm not, therefore I can't create it. And what I really like about the book that he talks about is like, no, like if you plant seeds, it's law that it will come to fruition if you just stay the course with your thought and action. And so what I want to offer you is like, sometimes there's this waiting period, right? Where we have the thoughts and the vision and we're excited. And then it's not about getting the vision and getting the thoughts anymore. It's about maintaining it. And this is where I want to introduce the second book that I was going to talk to you today about today is Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And he wrote Think and Grow Rich. That's his most famous book. I like this one better. Um, and I actually like The Master Key to Riches or something. I think that's what it's called. I think I've talked about that book even better than Think and Grow Rich as well. But what he talks about in that book is the idea of drifting. And has anyone read that book? Will you put it in the chat if you have read that book? Because it's, it's I, it like, it blows my mind. I read it a couple of times and it just, it's so good. Um, oh, I don't want to share my screen, sorry. So the idea of drifting versus having a definite major purpose is where I want to take the rest of our call. Definite major purpose is super uncomfortable and it's specific and it feels uncomfortable because you risk not getting it. I used to do this thing and maybe you guys are like this, like I would have these huge visions and I would like be excited about it one day, but I had no idea how I was going to bridge the gap. So I could believe, I could feel like I was believing, but not move. I was not moving towards my goal. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a millionaire one day. And I'm just going to like, kind of like read books and scroll social media this week, <laughs> right? Because I'm believing that one day I can, but like, what does that actually look like this week is how we bridge the goal and having a definite major purpose that we back into, into our daily life, I really believe is the secret. So when I talk about mentality, it's not just an idea. It's what you actually do on a daily basis to cultivate the mentality um, to like grow the garden in your mind right? To use the example from earlier. Abby, I see your comment. Master Key to Riches is awesome and way better than Thinking Grow Rich, right? I think it's awesome. Yeah. If you love Master Key to Riches, you will love this book. It's a con He has a conversation with the devil is basically kind of how the book progresses. And the devil basically teaches, teaches Napoleon like how he enslaves men and how he gets people to stop basically achieving their full potential. 
through drifting. And drifting can be things really sneaky. And in entrepreneurship, this looks like either indulging in doubt and especially confusion, like that is just a weed in your mind. You're never really confused. It's just easier to be confused than to risk the, like the major definite purpose of blank, right? If you wanna have a seven figure business, if you wanna sign a $10,000 client, if you wanna have a 20K month or whatever, like whatever you are really singularly focused on, it's easier to just get caught up in like, what email should I send today? Oh, I don't know my niche. Like, I don't know if I should offer this for $7,000 or $10,000. Oh, I, maybe I need to, you know, we get, we get in our mind and then we don't take definite steps forward. But that definite step forward comes from a certainty within yourself that you know where you're going. And so I actually posted a reel today because it was on my mind before this call that was like, one of the things that holds us back is not knowing what we want. We know what we don't want, but we haven't declared and been super precise about what we do want. For example, I, and this is like ordered. I love you, Abby. I love that you already ordered the book. That's so awesome. Like I'm doing this in my own life. One of the things that I'm excited about the matrix is to like kind of almost like use me growing the matrix as a way to like demonstrate what this looks like. <laughs> I want to sign 50 new coaches and entrepreneurs in here by the end of the year. That's a big number for me. Um, and like when I declared that, when I decided that I immediately felt sick, like to my stomach because there's an element of risk. And that's why we don't like to say something specific that we want in our business. I want to be fully booked, which for me, you know, I'm just pulling stuff out for you guys so that you can see where this can be applied. If you want to sign six clients in the next month and you to say, this is happening this is what I'm working towards, which means I have daily tasks that I need to do. I have beliefs that I need to adopt and practice. I have visualizations that I'm going to run through or whatever. You expose yourself to risk, which is why we stop thinking that way because it's scary. There's that, there's that weed that grows right by our little seed that we're trying to grow right in our mind. So we have this seed of like, I'm going to sign six clients. I'm going to, I'm going to leave my job and coach full time. I'm going to create a, you know, a six multiple six figure business or whatever. And then these like little weeds grow. Like, what if it doesn't work? What if people ask for a refund? What if that, like your aunt Susie so-and-so asks, like, if you're ever going to finish school or if you're ever going to do like a legitimate career, what if my past client sees it and she saw how much I raised my prices and she thinks I'm crazy, right? Like those are the weeds that is drifting, and this happened, like, I don't know about you, but like, for me, I see this happen. Like I can watch it happening now that I've done so much thought work. And I know that you guys do a lot of work. And so what I want to encourage you to do is like, think about a garden, right? Like if you were to visualize the garden that you're planting in your mind, do you know what seed you're planting? Or are you just kind of like hoping I'm going to send an email here. I'm going to toss this offer out over there. And maybe someone will reach out to me about my offer this week <laughs> or like, okay, like I know I said I was going to raise my prices, but I'm a little worried. So I'm going to like make up this offer for this person. Cause I'm, I'm worried that she's going to say no drifting. It's letting the weeds pop in because of your doubt and your fear and your insecurity. And it's not that we don't have doubts and insecurities. I don't think that it, we get to a place where we don't, never have them. It's more about being ruthless in our, like our weeding. So what this can look like, I, I know that you guys study other people. I'm not the only coach that you listen to, but I'm just going to kind of repeat some of the things that I know from other people. And then I'm going to share what I do. So like some people do like a thought download, for example, and looking at all your thoughts, but when you have the context and the mindset of like, this is my garden, this is what I'm planting. Wow. I have this fear that this is, this is going to fail. And it seems like that could be true. But what I love about the book as a man think of is, is like, you will make that true by allowing that thought to be entertained in your mind. Because like, let's use the garden example. If you just keep it in your garden, maybe you don't water it, but maybe you don't weed it out. It just kind of sits there and maybe it'll grow and maybe it'll just kind of be there. But the other thing that it does is it blocks other great things from growing. The thought that like, I'm like one of the most powerful thoughts that I can share with you that I've just practiced and adopted is like, I'm just here until it works. 
I don't really have room for doubt in that thought because it like encompasses, there's going to be some hard times. There's going to be some things that I have to work through, but I'm here until it works. That's like a major plant in my garden, <laughs> right? I've, I've grown that I've nurtured that. And some other thoughts that you might have is like, I can figure it out. Like I like Marie Forleo's book, like everything is figure outable. Something that I believe in is calibrating to like a context, not necessarily like I will make six figures by June, 2022. If that feels really hard to believe, pick something like that's bigger than that. A thought that like, I'm here until this works. I know I'm going to make six figures one day. I'm just here until I get there. I'm here until I leave my job. I'm here until I you know, replace my husband's income, whatever, whatever your definite purpose is. Pick a thought that feels like you can really believe it and it can be really true to you because those are the kinds of things that will get you through some of the really hard days. One of the things that we are not um, like protected against is life, right? I have, um, I have kids. My kids get sick. Sometimes my nanny can't come because she gets sick. Sometimes... Like I have, have to have hard conversations or whatever. Those are just like the things that happen in my life. People lose jobs. People get uninspired. Maybe you get sick. Mariah, you were just super sick. <laughs> um, like this stuff happens. And so having a belief like, like that's big that you nurture, like I'm here until it works or this is working. It was always working. Keeps you in the game because it really is like a game. And one of, I actually just played Candyland with my daughters yesterday and I was like teaching them because <laughs> someone has to win and someone has to lose, you know, and I have very competitive daughters, which is really funny. And so Riley, my four-year-old really, really wanted to win. And so I was trying to explain, like, it's about playing the game and being willing to learn, like in my, you know, in my four-year-old mom voice, like it's about learning how to play the game so that you want to play over and over again. It's not just about one time that you play the game. And I was like, ding, 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 ding. This is like an entrepreneur nugget because that's how I feel like I've created success is like, I just like playing the game. I like planting seeds. I like thinking through things. I like the challenge it's not about, okay, I aim to get a client this week and I missed it. I'm done. That's and like all of you guys on this call have experienced some version of this where you're like, this is something I'm willing to figure out. This is something I'm willing com to commit to until it works. The problem is, is sometimes when we get in the darkness or when something bad happens, it's tempting to believe um, that something's gone wrong. And what I want to offer is like when you plant the garden, sometimes weeds do grow. What I, I think where people get sidetracked or where they drift even more is when they identify a thought and maybe you've had this experience where you like see a thought or see a belief that feels really damaging or really hurt, like it really hurts you or it's embarrassing that you're like, I can't believe I have this thought or like, I can't believe that I've let that grow in my mind. And you might even, especially like if you start to see evidence of it in your life, maybe it's a relationship or a business result or a money result or whatever, where that thought has created something in reality. And you're like, ooh, like I kind of want to hide that. I want to dismiss that. But that's like part of the game. It's like being totally honest with ourselves about what we've already grown in our life, grown using the garden metaphor in our life. And so I want to challenge you today to take a look because like, like I read in that, the beginning of the book, that last line is so good. Environment is, but his looking glass, like your current results are showing you what you've believed up to this point. And there's a, like I said, there's this gap between what we've believed and what we've created and what we are in the middle of creating and your results just won't lie to you. And so you can see the thoughts you've had in fact, one of the cool things that when I found coaching, I'm sure you guys have your own story of this, like where you started to witness like, oh, like I created that with my mind. I pictured that whether, and it doesn't necessarily mean it was the good, right? Like fear too. We create things out of fear on accident. When we drift, when we're not focused on what we want to create, what we want to think, sometimes the weeds grow and we haven't realized, oh, like I, I stopped paying attention. And so I think it's easier not to look 
I, I know all of you guys on this call want to look because you're here and you're coaches and you're trying to evolve and you help other people evolve. But for a lot of people, like they don't even want to look. And I'm sure you have people in your life that are like that, right? Like they don't even want to look at what they believe. They kind of just go into their corner and they don't look at what they believe or what they're capable of because it's a lot easier. But if you want something exceptional, if you want something different than the norm, right? Just because it's normal doesn't mean it's desired. If you want something that's like way up here compared to where you're at right now, you have to think different. And so one of the things that um, I think I call it the gray zone for myself, like I think about the gray zone of like, it's not necessarily bad, but it's really comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So one of the thoughts that I have that um, you guys might identify with or not, it doesn't really matter, but you like, like I always said, this call is about you. So find where your gray zone is, is like a thought that isn't necessarily harmful, but it's not serving your definite major purpose. For example, I've like, I shared this in the beginning of the call that I've never really cared about growing my social media. That thought served me a lot when I was signing one-on-one clients because I would just like, just dedicate myself to being in the DMs and serving people one-on-one, following up, genuinely being interested in their life. That served me when I was signing one-on-one clients. And I've seen that thought has grown And it's not necessarily a bad thought. It's just not going to serve me getting 50 new people in the coaching matrix by the end of the year. And so that I think is also, it's, it's like that false security that fault, like that, um, it keeps you in limbo. I could keep believing that it wasn't important to grow my audience, but it wouldn't serve my definite major, major purpose which is signing 50 new clients in the coaching matrix. And, I, and you're going to notice like I'm speaking this into existence, you guys, and this is a tool I've told my mom, I've told my husband, I've told my friends, I told my coach, I told my clients, like, this is what I'm telling you guys, like, this is what's happening because I'm planting the seeds. I'm speaking it into reality because the more I speak it, the more I talk about it, the more I'll believe it. I highly recommend you do the same. Pick something that you're going to dedicate your, your entrepreneur efforts to and tell everyone. And you're going to notice like the fear on why you don't want to tell people is exactly why you need to, because it's going to strengthen your belief that this is happening and you're going to weed out all the doubts of it not happening. That's one of the tools I think. um, In fact, in Napoleon Hill's book, in the 12, the Master Key to Riches, which we were talking about earlier, and Abby was talking about how good it is. And I agree. Um, He talks about this mastermind principle and the master in, in our industry, the mastermind has taken on its own form. But in his example of mastermind is like the idea of when two minds come together, a third mind is created, which has more power than both. This is a mastermind. Like even just speaking into existence in this group or with your peer group or with your friend or with your coach, like you create more power behind the thing you want to create through the mastermind principle. And so I highly recommend, like that's one of the tools I want you to take away from this call is decide what you're going to create in the next six months or the next year. I don't, it doesn't really matter. Choose a direction, a definite direction you want to go and tell someone and notice all the doubts and the fears and the weeds that pop up because then, then it, they, they show you one of the things that I love um, Jen Sincero in her book, you're a badass at making money talks about this. If you want to identify your doubts, do something big, you'll see them all. When I hired my first one-on-one coach, I was like, oh, you're, you're like, you can't really do this. You're dumb. No one really cares. Like all my, my limiting beliefs just came right to the surface. And I was like, those are the, that's exactly the work I need to do to hit my next level. And so if it feels scary to share what you want to do, all the more reason to share. The other thing that um, I want to talk about, looking at my notes to make sure I got everything, uh, is when you identify a definite major service purpose, it's about service. That's why I love entrepreneurship. It's not like, oh, like I want to, I mean, I mean, it's fun to vacation. It's fun to have money, but your, your definite major purpose, I would tie it to something that's service oriented to use the example of a coaching matrix. I know if I get 50 more people in here, this group becomes way more powerful for you guys to network and help each other and to get the energy of something created in the world that didn't exist before. That's exciting to me. I made a shirt, be in the miracle because <laughs> I feel it, right? What is that for you? Like, think about the service that you could offer the world for your definite major purpose. 
if it's fully booked, imagine the lives that you're going to change by teaching them the tools that you know, whether it's health or fitness or just life coaching. It doesn't really matter. Business coaching. It doesn't matter. Think about the impact of the families. Like that's exciting. And so when we, when we have this definite major purpose and it's associated with service, a lot of times we're more willing to do stuff for other people than we are for ourselves. I know for me, that's true. Um, And you can use that as leverage to get into motion and to take the tiny action that's actually going to build it. Um, Can you restate what your definite major purpose is for the matrix? Yeah, I want 50 new people in by the end of the year. Um, That's my definite major purpose right now for my business. And so it's like really specific and scary. It's like the risk, right? If I say I I want 50 and then December comes in, you all see that I only got 30. I have to own that right? But there's no way I'll hit 50 if I never speak that. And that's the game. That's the mind game. If we don't declare what we want, if we don't get specific, we never even get close. We just drift around and float around. And so the next thing I want you to, we're going to bring it down even another level, which is like that daily, I mentioned the daily practice. I have it on my bathroom mirror right now. Wesley makes fun of me (laughs) because on my big mirror, like every morning and every night, 50 new paying members of the coaching matrix. It's like huge red letters with expo and expo marker. Um, and it's something that I practice seeing. It's like, it's on my sticky note. It's everywhere because I'm, I saw the power that it unlocked in me, all the ideas that I had, all the creativity I had, all my desire for service was unlocked when there was something really specific. So today, right now, if you can, what is yours? What is something you want to create that's service-focused, that's specific, that you can dedicate yourself to? The reason that I gave myself a time limit, um, I don't think you have to have a time limit for all your definite major purposes. (laughs) Um, For me, it felt very motivating to put it by December 31st. I would be very aware of if time makes you feel scarce or if it expands you, if it makes you feel open or if it it feels constrictive. When I think of 50 paying members of the coaching matrix by December 31st, I feel open and excited. So I know it's a good thing for me to have a time frame on it. For you, if you notice that you say, I want to sign six clients by June, and it makes you feel like crap, that's probably not a good goal for you. I want, you know, maybe it's like, I want to sign one client this week. And you're like, that feels good. Make that your definite purpose. Because I don't think it has to be so big in the beginning. I think this is something that you get used to almost like to use the gardener example, like not everyone's born a gardener. In fact, I saw this like reel that was like, no one's born a green thumb, green, green thumb. Um, if you, if you have a green thumb, it means you failed a lot so that you learned from your mistakes. I feel like that is entrepreneurship in a nutshell. The entrepreneurs we respect. I know for me, my know-how, my, my certainty came from a lot of errors, a lot of failures but the failure was still shaping my definite purpose. When you accidentally grow a weed with your mind, right? You accidentally grow this belief that you're actually not capable. That's the belief that you have. Look how powerful that is. Like you believed you weren't capable and then you kept proving that. Now it's time to nurture something else. If you can grow the belief that you're not capable, can you grow the belief that you are? through daily practice, through nurturing it, through showing up for yourself. And the next thing is like taking action to prove it, right? And and to solidify it and to um, be in alignment with it. That's the hard part, (laughs) but it does start in our mind. And so I want you to consider what are the micro versions of your major definite purpose? So I hope you actually did this, right? It's not good at, like, this is a cool conversation, But if you don't actually take away something for your own life, like nothing's going to change, right? And so we've talked about planting seeds. We talked about eliminating weeds and growing and fueling and spending time thinking about the things you actually want, which is scary specifically. Um, And having that definite major purpose, how do you do that on a micro level? So I shared one of them, write it down, put it everywhere, tell people create a mastermind, tell this group. In fact, at the end of this call, I would love it if you shared what your definite major purpose is in the Facebook group and notice what, like what resistance you have. So what's interesting, I had to do this in a group that I'm in. My coach asked me to put it in the group, what I was, what I was working on. And I was like, oh, no one cares. 
that's a belief. (laughs) It showed me the weed that I had. I have this belief that no one really cares. Well, how am I going to grow my business if I have this belief that no one really cares? Boom. So when I ask you the same question, like to put it in the group and you, and you have these thoughts, what are they? What weeds do you have that are blocking you from doing what I'm asking you to do? Because I'm asking you to do it for a very specific reason, which is to speak it into existence, to create a mastermind around it, right? Where we, all our thoughts can help and support you. That's one of the, the things that I think has been missing in the coaching matrix is like the group. And that's, I take full responsibility. I haven't facilitated that. So that's something that I want to change. So after this call, you're going to write one of your definite major purposes in the Facebook group, preferably about your business. What are you going to create specifically? It doesn't have to have a time frame. If it does, put it in there. Like I shared, mine was expansive to believe 50 uh, members by December 31st. Like that lit me up. If it lights you up, put it in there. If it makes you want to crouch and hide, don't, don't have a timeline. Calibrate to something like, I will be a fully booked coach. I will be a fully booked coach and leave my job. I will replace my husband's income with my coaching income, whatever it is. You know what it is, hopefully. Hopefully you're having ideas. Um, because now, once you once you are going to go write it in the Facebook group, I highly recommend that you do it quickly because your mind's going to come up with all sorts of stuff on why you shouldn't. That's what we get interested in, right? That's why I think action, thought and action go hand in hand because our thoughts drive our actions, but our actions or our resistance to actions can inform what we're thinking. Like I just shared, I had this thought that no one cared. Why the heck would I believe that? I didn't even know I was believing it, right? I didn't know that I was nurturing it and growing it until I was faced with action that I was either going to take or not take. One of the things that I recommend too, on the micro level, we're going to talk more about this in our, in our action call is make all your action binary, which is either you did it or you didn't. You either posted on social media with a call to action or you didn't. You either voice messaged a past client and asked them how they were or you didn't, you either sent the email or you didn't, that kind of action is very powerful. So if, you know, you have this definite major purpose and you're believing I'm going to be a fully booked coach and on a daily level, what does that look like? It means sharing my one-on-one offer. You either did that or you didn't. And what's cool is, is when you didn't and you ask why you, you get to like shine a light on all the crap that you're believing. I'm too busy. I didn't know what to say. I haven't solidified my offer, like the payment plan for my offer yet. I don't know if this is for the right person. All the crud that flutter, like that flutters in our mind, right? It, you, it like literally gets shown to you. And this is why I believe in like that consistent, like chip away, chip away, chip away, because it shows you what you're believing. If I'm not making calls to action for my offer that I'm actually knowing is going to be good for people, what am I believing? For me, it's usually like, oh, no one cares. Like it's something that's really familiar that just feels kind of true, right? Oh, no one really cares about what I'm doing in my business. Why would I believe that? (laughs) When I had this realization, it was like, ding, ding, ding. I hope you have one of those. When you think about posting in the Facebook group, when you think about sharing it with your husband or your partner, or you think about telling your friend, hey, this is what I'm doing. What comes up for you? What thoughts, what sneaky little lies are you drifting into? Like this book, drifting is sneaky. And sometimes it's not evil. Like a lot of times growing up, I grew up in a very religious home, like a lot of you guys. And like, I thought there was like evil thoughts and good thoughts. And what I found for me that affects my, my major purpose is not evil thoughts. It's like the gray zone. Like eh, you're a chill person. You're chill. You can just like relax. That hurt. That has hurt me more than most thoughts that I'm a chill person. I have this belief that I'm very chill and to create something great. I know I need to be more precise and diligent and being chill, but chill's not bad. Do you see what I'm saying? But it is a weed because it's blocking the thoughts that I actually want to cultivate and grow, which is like, I make a difference in people's lives. I impact thousands of people. Those are the beliefs that I want. Okay, so I'm sharing a lot of my examples, but I actually want you to do this work. I want you to, one, share your major definite purpose in the Facebook group, 
because it's going it, to, you're just going to see your mind play tricks, which is exactly what's holding you back in your business. I, if I had to bet, I bet if you have a belief like me, no one cares. That was my belief on why I didn't want to post my thing in my group. Well, there you go. No wonder I'm not sharing my offer. No wonder I'm not sharing my voice more powerfully. No wonder I'm not trying to grow my Instagram. I have this belief that no one cares. Well, that's easy. I'm going to eliminate that belief and choose to believe something different. Like the right people do care. The right people want to hear from me. And I'm going to fuel it every day. That's the micro action. That's the micro beliefs. That's the micro mentality work that I do that I'm encouraging you to do. I don't think it needs to be a lot. The mentality work that I do every day is very, very basic. It's just something small so that I can just get in the right headspace. So there's three things that I do. I mentioned one of them. I wrote it on my whiteboard and on my computer. I look at it every, I'm looking at it right now, every single day, (laughs) right? The next thing I did is that I declared it in like to a group um, that could hold me accountable. This is different than me writing. And I want to distinguish this so that you know why I want you to do both. Me writing on my whiteboard is for me. It's for me to be impeccable with my word. There's another great book for you, Four Agreements. Be impeccable with your word. So I speak something into existence and now I'm committed to it, to myself. But when I speak it to a group, I'm committed and accountable to someone else. It's real. How many times have you journaled something that no one knows about? And then when it didn't happen, you're like, Next. <laughs> I've done that so many times. People do that um, on New Year's, right? People will like make these declarations to themselves. And then when it doesn't happen, it's okay. That's why coaching is so powerful. Our clients, when they hire us, it's like, I'm doing this. And the coach is like, you're doing this. Hey, did you do this? That's what's so powerful. It's like that mastermind principle. That's why I believe in coaching. So I believe in this group. That's why I believe in what each of you do in the world. It, it like really matters. And then the third thing um, that I do is I visualize. And I used to think this was like, mm, I used to think it didn't work. <laughs> if I'm being really honest, I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm not going to spend time doing that. But what I found, so I like right now, what I do um, is I visualize um, like on a call, like seeing 50 people in the Zoom room. Like right now, it's you guys. And I'm so grateful that you're here. And like, it, like that. Um, that paradox that I always talk about, being grateful for what I have and envisioning something for the future. When I envision the 50 on the call, I like put myself in this chair. I put myself in the, if you think of like a movie scene, I'm in the movie scene looking at it happening. Put yourself in the scene because when you visualize it, when you're outside of it, this is kind of NLP, but it's interesting. If you visualized 50 people out there, it feels far away. And you're not going to actually embody the feelings of it as if it's already done. Whereas if I put myself in this chair, looking at 50 people on the call, that creates some emotion for me. Gratitude, awe, a little bit of fear. Um, I'm on my edge. I'm excited. Like when I close my eyes and I see them, like, and I'm there, I have a lot of energy, which is exactly what I need to make that real. And so when you pick something to visualize, make it as real as you can and put yourself in the scene. So whether it's like, I want to sign, you know, this, the highest ticket client I've ever signed, put yourself with your phone and you're imagining looking at the bank account with the full amount. Or like, if you want to launch a group, imagine yourself on your social media and now like sharing I'm booked out. Like the 10 ladies joined. Thank you so much. Like, what does that feel like as if it's already done? And this is great in theory. It's even better when you actually do it. I did a lot of things in theory. I know, I know a lot of stuff in my head, but the embodiment of it is what's actually going to create the change. I like to visualize before I go to bed. That's when I do it. I imagine the 50 people. And I'm like, whoo, <laughs> right? Holy crap. I've never worked with that many people before. I'm excited. That's cool. And a little scary. And I just sit in it and I feel as if it's already happening. What am I wearing? What do I say? Do that. So those three things I want you to do. And not just like, because I said so, but because you have a definite major purpose. You have a reason that you're on this call. You have a reason that you chose coaching. It's made me like a little emotional. Like we have work to do. And I know that you have that, like you have personal goals. I know you want to make money. I know you want to help people. I know you want to use your gifts, 
but like people, we get in our little bubble and we forget that people don't have what we have. We have to shine our light. Shining our light is selling. Shining our light is having a definite major purpose that you show up for even when things don't seem like they're working. Like I don't have 50 people signing up for the coaching matrix, but I'll tell you, I've had so many ideas and I'm enjoying the process. And that's what I want for you. I want you to love playing the game. Some days you're going to hit it and some days you're not. Sometimes it's going to work beautifully. And you're gonna be like, I don't even know how this happened. It's a miracle. And then other times you're gonna be like, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> Both are part of the path. You're still on the path. The, the goal of doing mentality work isn't to get there as fast as you can. Actually, I'm going to share this in the Facebook group. I heard a beautiful YouTube video this weekend um, about the difference between um, traveling and playing music. And I believe entrepreneurship is like playing music. And most entrepreneurs think entrepreneurship is like traveling. So like if you imagine point A and point B, I want to get to point B as fast as I can, right? Like that's what a lot of people get sucked into. I know I was there for a long time. I wanted to move from where I was to where I wanted to be as fast as possible. And this YouTube video that I'm going to share in the Facebook group, it, it spoke so beautifully to like, it's like a piano piece. You don't want the piano player to play the music as fast as he can. That's not the point. Like really think about it. It's not the start and the finish. Like how fast can we play this music? How fast can we get through it? It's like, no, it's like play the notes, change the tempo, change the volume, enjoy the playing of the music. That is how I think entrepreneurship is meant to be. That you, you do want to get somewhere and there is a, a focus point, but you're enjoying the journey every day. You love writing emails. You love crafting your Instagram posts for the day. You, when you imagine reaching out to someone in your voice message for the day, because you're like, hey, I'm gonna voice message my old clients and ask if they know anyone that I could help. You enjoy the actual voice messaging. It's fun to get paid, but if you can fall in love with the process, like everything changes. And so that's, that's a mentality thing. That's choosing to find joy now. That's like living in the gain instead of living in the gap, like we talked about. And I think it'll change everything for you, but it's a daily commitment. It's a daily practice. It's not something that you do once. One of the examples that I was just talking about with my husband, because we both work out in the morning and I was like, it's like, if I were to try to do like a thousand bicep curls one day a year, like and want biceps, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> I have to do like three sets of 20 curls every day for a year. That's how you get the biceps that you want to use like a funny example. Entrepreneurship is like that. It's not writing one grand email. It's not having one beautiful belief and then getting everything that you want. It's sharpening it and refining it every day. Okay. So this is just the beginning. The, like, the things that I want you to think through and to do after this call is just the beginning. And then guess what? Do it again tomorrow. <laughs> and then the next day, and then the next day and find a way to love it, the daily game. And I promise, mark my words, you will create clients. You will create the money. You will blow your mind with what's possible when you fall in love with the daily activities of being a business owner. That's my challenge for you. Okay, talked a lot of things. I want to recap. One, write it down somewhere that you can see it every day. This definite major purpose. Pick one. Don't let your mind be confused because it's not. It's scared, but it's not confused. You know what you want. Write it down. Two, share it in the Facebook group. It's going to be scary. I'll go first so that everyone knows. And I'll encourage you to do the same so you get the little reminder on your little phone alert or whatever <laughs> to write your definite major purpose in the group. This is for your business, of course. And then three, pick something that you're going to do on a daily, like whether it's, you can use visualizing. I use visualizing, but something that you're going to do and commit to binary. So either you did it or you didn't. Like I write in my little journal every morning what I'm going to do for the day. <laughs> And I either did it or I didn't make it binary. Mine says meditate and visualize for 10 minutes each. That's what I wrote down literally. And I will cross it off when I, at the end of the day, when I do it. So make something binary, either you're going to visualize, you know, working with that next client or booking out a launch or going on a vacation. It doesn't really matter. Visualize where you're going and be in the moment or listen to a guided meditation, do something to fuel the planting of the seeds, like the seeds that you want to grow 
every single day, make it binary. You either did it or you didn't. That's your challenge. Don't just listen to this call and not do it. That's my, that is like, that is the secret is actually integrating it into your life. Okay. You guys, I'm going to open it up for the last few minutes with questions. How can I help you? It doesn't have to necessarily be about this, but how can I help you today? What questions do you have? And you can either come on, if you're busy, you can put it in the chat. Does it really matter? Also, I'm doing 75 hard, so I have this huge water bottle. I'm just gonna drink from it while I wait. <laughs> questions. I know we talked about a lot. It doesn't have, like I said, it doesn't have to be about mentality call. It can be, you have an issue with a client. You want to, you know, solidify your pricing. It can be about anything. I have a question. Hey, Becky. Yeah. Hey, um, for my, I'm not thinking of the phrase definite, what purpose? Definite major purpose. Yeah. <laughs> definite major purpose. Um, I was thinking of it being like a course I want to create. Okay. Does it need to be tied to the amount of clients, like I mean, to money? No, I like, I don't think it has to be, but what's going to okay. propel you forward? Cause I mean, creating a course is one thing, but do you want your definite major purpose in life and in your business to be, I create a course or do you want people to take your course? Yeah. I want to <laughs> yeah. create a community of women that take mm -hmm. the course. Like, Yeah. Yeah, so I guess that would be more. Yeah. So I would make it something very believable. How many people do you want in there? What's believable to you? What would move you? 10. 10. So start with 10. 10 okay. people take your course. Okay. Okay. That answered my What's your question. course about? I'm excited. What's your course about? Boundaries. Oh, yeah. So it was so great that you had that last week. I was taking major notes. But <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Because it's the thing you need to work on most in your life, right? Yes. And so then, so that's, that's it. That's yes. It. Our mess becomes our message. Yeah. So true. Yes. Yes. And I got asked to do a presentation at, in my stake um, at a, like a women's conference. And one of the Just lost you. Becky, I can't hear you. I don't know what happened. Hear me? That's okay. Oh, okay. I can hear you now. My back? Okay. I think my AirPods slipped out. But I just say my stake asked me to do a presentation on boundaries also for a women's conference. Cool. So that might be a good way to be like, if I announce to them, and I have this course coming, yeah. even though. Hey, yeah. If you want to take yeah. this a little further, <laughs> join the course. It's funny. Yeah. This is something that's more like on a energetic and principle law level. But I really believe when you start declaring what you want, things start moving into place that you're like, oh, like I would have never predicted this, but it's there for me. Must be on the right track. <laughs> it's awesome. So 10 women. I like it, Becky. Hey. <laughs> okay. Any other questions that I can answer before we end the call? I have a quick question. Yeah. Um, was her example, you said find a realistic number. And I always struggle with being realistic, but pushing myself out of my comfort zone. And you were saying, if you feel uncomfortable, don't do it with like the time part of it. And I've heard lots of different theories about all that kind of stuff with goals. So <laughs> Was with this specific challenge we're doing, how to what framework are we doing? Because for so mine, for example, when you were saying six people by June, maxed out full for me is six. I'm at one. Cool. And so when you say max out, have five more by June, I like spasmoid out like crazy in my yeah. head. So should I drop the June but, or okay? Do but I... spaz isn't even the word. I asked if you <laughs> opening or closing because I can feel spazzy and be still be open, and I know it's a good okay. Word. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah. So does it make you want to shut down, or is it just like holy crap that feels really hard? But I feel like that's energizing to me. That's that. Uh, hmm. 
it feels energizing, but then it scares me. Like why haven't, I don't know. Yeah. What's the, what's the thought that's creating the fear? Like what, what are you scared of? Like, what's the thought? Like, I can't do that. Yeah. I haven't done it before. I've tried before. Yeah. That's a weed. Yeah. Just because you haven't done it before does not mean you can't do it. Like, what would you have to do on a daily basis to make that happen? I'll give you my little formula. When I need to sign a client, this is what I do. I reach out to three of my past clients and I just add value. I don't sell to them. I just, I'm Mm -hmm. like, Hey, I was just thinking about you. Hope you're doing well. Let me know if I can help you in any way. Like, I love what you're doing with that. Something, something very genuine. I reach out to three people that I haven't worked with and I acknowledge them for something that they're doing really well. And on my own social media, I sell. sell like just make a call to action every day is what you're saying it doesn't have, like don't make it um like it's not formulaic but I would encourage you to sell the offer that you want to fill so if you're selling one-on-one you're talking about one-on-one and that like kind of like how we talked about like and make it rain the pizza like the pizza can mm-hmm. change but it's always a pizza right so maybe you're sharing a testimonial reach out to me to schedule a consult on Monday on Tuesday, it's like you're face to camera talking about what you do with your clients and inviting them to DM you with questions. On Wednesday, still a pizza, right? Like you're adding value, you're talking about it, but you're making call to action. And then maybe on Wednesday, you're like, um, it's just a text post on the things that you're going to do together. Reach out to me with questions or DM me to schedule a consult. And you're just making pizzas every day. Um, I've been trying to focus on selling my consult call to do that because that's what I am selling is Mm one-on-one and I know the more no's you get the more yeses you get yep and and it hasn't worked have you made your consult into an offer yes what's your offer I'm offering a free call to help them feel ready for the summer with kids home for the summer and have a good mindset and schedule planning system to be like they can still make their business work and have time with their family and thrive in both yeah how long have you been selling it a week and no change what are you calling it the thriving summer call would you sign up for a thriving summer call yes okay I mean, that's just naming. I didn't know what else to call it. I mean, what do they get on the call with you? Um, I I've laid out. We talk about like what what is everything you're wanting to happen? What are you wanting to achieve? Like, what are you wanting with your kids? What are you wanting with your business? And then using finding a belief they can use to help propel them through that, and also the planning method to lay it out and feel ready for the summer instead of dreading it before it comes okay now add what i just shared three past clients three potential clients serve them privately and sell in your social media all with that in mind with like what i'm my offer of no when i when i talk about voice messaging a potential or a past client it's literally like 30 seconds just short okay doesn't need to be like hey how are you doing? I have a thriving summer call. Like, I don't even mention what I'm doing. I'm just like, usually it's just me witnessing and acknowledging what they're doing. Great. If I can help you in any way, let me know. That's how I usually end it. Try it. Do it every day. Not with the same people. Pick three new people for each group every day. Do that for a week and sell on your social media and see what happens. Okay. Okay. Hey, you guys. Share in the Facebook group. Hey, I hope you'd love today's episode. I wanted to take a second and invite you to join my diamond membership program in the coaching matrix. It is the next best thing to working with me one-on-one. We do life and business coaching 
And it's for spiritually minded and driven entrepreneurs like you. Like I said, if you love this podcast and you love listening every week, you're going to love being a diamond member because it's live coaching with me every single week. We cover different topics. You get access to the vault of content and training that I've already created. Some of my exclusive programs are already there waiting for you inside the vault. I would love if you joined us, go to the coachingmatrix.net forward slash diamond, and I'll see you inside.